comic book pit. Okay. to Comic Book Pit. This is episode 308. I'm Dan, and uh, I'll go ahead and introduce people going this way. Uh, got I'm Jared. And then on the couch, we've got guest John Engel. How's it going, guys? And then mm-hmm. in the corner, <laughs> put baby in the corner. Where are you no one puts baby in the corner. <laughs> it's baby. Suffering Sean Atkins. <laughs> I'm going to refer to him as baby the entire time. Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> it's just that kind of show. Technically, we're sitting in a square, so we're all babies. In That's corner. right. We're all in the corner. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so if uh, if you're new to Comic Book Pit, welcome. Uh, this is our, this is our uh, comic book discussion episode where we, surprise, surprise, talk about comic books. Whoa. And then our next episode, we just have general... Uh, discussion you know talk about comic book related stuff pop culture things like that uh but like i said today all comic books all the time and uh i guess i'm gonna get things started because i feel like um we had a pretty pretty big one come out this week uh detective comics 1000 um everybody i read it i did not read i didn't read all of it i read part of it i read Bits of it. Okay. So I sold a lot of it. <laughs> I read like two stories and then some art. And then I looked at it too. So Okay. So we're we're in various stages of having read it. <laughs> I looked at a lot of the cover art, which was great. There was uh, of which there were many covers. Yeah. I mean not just the regular like retailer like just the regular variant covers for each decade. Yeah, but there were like how many different? Oh man, there's like, so many retail like ones, different yeah. like retailer uh, incentive covers, and they're insane. Yeah. Um, Actually, I just reached out to uh, the Comic Vault in Altoona to get a couple copies of theirs. They haven't replied back yet, but um, Mike Lilly did the art, and uh, Wayne Foucher did the the inking on it. Oh, okay. And I I know both those guys, and I'm big fans of both, so I'm trying to pick that up. Cool. Are those exclusive to those stores, or how's that? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought, um, you know, overall, I thought it was pretty good. It was fun. Um, you know, it, it, it's an anniversary issue. It's an anthology issue. Right. So you're going to have some some good stories. You're going to have some clunkers. But it's a. I mean, it's it's basically a greatest hits album. It's, some it's interesting it's, decisions. It's, it's Billy Joel's greatest hits. That's what I was kind of getting, uh, reading a few stories that I did. But it was just, yeah. yeah. Such a, which like ones crazy. did you read? 
Uh, I started reading the Capula one since it was the first one. Yeah. And then I got bored, so I just said, eh. <laughs> yeah. And then I read the Jim Lee, Kevin Smith one. Okay. I actually enjoyed yeah, that. That was a good one. I liked it. Yeah, that was all right. Um, and then I read the Becky Cloonan one. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Warren Ellis. That's clever. That was pretty good. Yeah. They, they, they definitely made some interesting uh, choices as far as pairing up talent. Although, yes, I, I do have one thing. I, I know I read the Denny O'Neill one, which I thought was really good, and I started reading the... Was that the uh, Denny O'Neill and Steve Epstein, I believe. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I thought that was really good. But, um, crap, I can't remember the artist's name. <laughs> Neil Adams. Um, like he did the following start. Yeah, like why didn't you get Denny O'Neill and Neil Adams to do a story I, together? I don't know. And Well, that was probably one of my least favorite stories of the bunch just because I, it just – Which one? The, um, the Neil Adams one. Neil Adams and Christopher Priest. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where it was it, – it had more to do – it was like a Raz Ghoul-centric sort of. I mean, well, Raz was in part of it, but I didn't really get the story, and it just seemed kind of – I'm blanking on it, nonsense. so it obviously didn't stick. It was like he was trying to save people that wanted to oh, escape from, like, right. the assassin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, pe- I remember like people that were trying to escape from the Assassin's Guild, I guess. Yeah. He was trying to, like – League of Assassins. Yeah, yeah, League of Assassins. <laughs> oh. He was trying to, like, I guess, provide, like, a safe – Assassin's Guild is the rival sect. Oh. <laughs> it's it's like Elks team. and Moose. <laughs> it's the B team for Assassins. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, it's the B squad. Um, the, uh, the, one, um, the other one that I, I – I guess this goes along with my, you know, my hit or miss relationship with Tom King. Uh, his story mm-hmm. was uh, – Verbose. Yes. And I, I, I did uh, – strangely, I liked the art because it was Tony Daniel, which I'm not usually that big of a Tony Daniel. It was what, Tony thing. Daniels and Joel Jones. It was, was yes, like, it, was, right. it was like it flashed. Right. It, it was like the yeah, she, forward flash or no, – Well, she did the cemetery scenes. Yes. And Tony Daniels did the rooftop yeah. c- cell, uh, family picture scene. Yeah. Um, just uh, a lot of talking in that one, and you couldn't tell – who was talking because they were all the captions were just white. Right. So you had to read it and then, but I'll give credit here. He captured the voices. They were distinct enough that you could, it made you work, mm-hmm. but I felt that it was there. Like if, if you did the work and you understood who was talking and who was who, because yeah. the voices were at least distinct enough that you didn't need color coded boxes. Mm-hmm. I always think of that whenever I read Tom King stuff and I think of you and you just like, I picture you grinding your teeth. And now remember how you like, we're over the moon for his vision series. Well, that's the thing. I I, I, I love the vision, and I, I've just barely started reading Mr. Miracle, but I really like that. Mm-hmm. I, I just think he has really good luck writing dudes who are red and green. Because, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah. Like, I, I loved his vision, and I loved his Mr. Miracle books, but I, I don't like his Batman. And his, mm-hmm. his Grayson was, was hit or miss mm. to me. I forgot he did. So. Was that when Grayson was like a, a spy? Yeah. I like, forgot he did that. I think it was either he took over for Tim Seeley or Tim Seeley took over for him. Okay. Um, but Yeah, cause was, I think Tim Seeley started that series. Yeah. And, okay, I didn't even know Oh, Tom yeah, because yeah, then Seeley went on to like Green Lanterns. and. Yeah, I didn't even realize Tom King took that over. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. I'm... I'm I didn't like his Batman when he started in the Rebirth stuff, so I never really picked it up. But I loved 
everything that was going on in Detective until the second run. Mm-hmm. And then Pete Tomasi came back on, and I saw him in Chicago, and he was just like walking down the street. I'm like, hey, Pete, really love your Detective book. He's like, oh, thanks, man. <laughs> and then went into the hotel. I was like, oh. <laughs> Uh, but Pete's a Pete's a good dude, and he, I love his writing. I've loved everything mm-hmm. he's done, like his Green Lantern Corps, and all that stuff. So. Yeah, I don't think I've ever read any of his like science fictiony type of stuff. I've only read his Batman. Uh, I've never read. I don't think I've ever read him do anything like Green Lanterns or anything cosmic yeah. or anything like that. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, that was. He's really good on like team books. Mm-hmm. So, and he did uh, the Superman stuff before. Bendis came on and it was great. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah, we love were, that run. Yeah. We, were, we really enjoyed that a lot. And Super yeah. Sons, he did Super Sons yep. with Gleason. Okay, so. I did that was like, a good series. Yeah, I think I read the first two or three issues of Super Sons, and I really liked that. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, overall, like you know, with this, you know, some hits and misses, but I mean, it's it's still a huge milestone. Yeah, I liked. You know. um, we talked going back to the beginning that Capullo Snyder. One, it was cool that the, the guild of detection. Although I didn't say it in the book, but I guess the one Lois Lane was the woman, the brunette woman that was not identified. Oh, yeah? I read that on Twitter. That oh. was Lois oh, Lane. Oh, that's interesting. It, she's not identified. It's just some generic person. I mean, Lois Lane doesn't have a distinctive look. It all depends on. Yeah, she is just literally. Yeah, a, just she's a, a person, an average brunette. Yeah. Right? So I guess that Lois Lane is one of the. Oh. Greatest attack, which is a cool little twist. That's interesting. Uh, the one thing that struck out to me though was like that that very first page, that splash page for as you know as mighty as Capullo is, and, and that whole art team. Yeah, was a bit of a clunker. I thought, like not the finest moment. That art wise, that first What's page, I, I did not know that was Capullo. It yeah, did, it did not look like. In yeah. fact, like the first couple of pages, did not look like strong. It just it wasn't bad, but I was like, oh, it didn't like. Scream out! Oh, this is Greg Capullo art. It yeah. was I mean, it, not until the very like towards like the end of it did it really look like Capullo. Right, and I don't. I couldn't determine where the disconnect occurred. Why that pay, was it the inking, or I mean, that, I, I saw the credits, and that's a team that's been worked together, and yeah, it's produced quality work. But why this one just looked a little flat, particularly from a team that prides itself on high quality mm-hmm. work. This one just was a little. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they moved past Batman. <laughs> they're over. Maybe it. they're just done. It's the first page in a milestone book. We'll just yeah. dash <laughs> it out. They're like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to look that long at it. Meh. Right. It's like, what's Batman? Jeez. <laughs> We're just tired of this already. <laughs> Been um, there. And I. Um, oh, I, I did like the. Uh, the future Batman story with uh, that Bendis. Oh yeah, and, yeah, that was cool. Did. I that was very, very subtle, very understated, but a very good narrative. Uh, you know, like a a old decrepit penguin, you know, visiting an old decrepit Batman in a wheelchair, saying yeah. like, "I I've always known your secret, and the only reason I never took it away was because it probably would have made life harder for us." If, if if you had no secret identity, if, if all you were was Batman, you know, I thought that was pretty pretty interesting. You know, I did see his name in there, and I did wanted to read it, but I I ran out of time. So he did the, the job for you. I liked how <laughs> <laughs> the penguin looked like Danny DeVito too. I thought that was cool. Yeah, it was a very it was very Burton. Yeah, very Burton esque. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, I thought I thought that was a that was a good story. So yeah, like you know, 
overall it was a it was about I, I th- actually as far as like milestone issues you know um, number one thousands of which we have only two to compare them to like super you know action comics and detective yeah I probably enjoyed this one more than action I yeah know, I, I think so too it. yeah there was the I like the, the Kelly Jones story was cool too that I, I love Kelly Jones but sometimes it's like woof but I, I still I mean even like Sometimes he just leans into the abstract. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I was never I to read him too. I was never a fan of his. Well, let me say, I I certainly acknowledge that he's a talented guy. His art is just kind of next level as far as you know, um, you know, uh, sequential storytelling. Um, I've never really been a fan of his like kind of lumpy, misshapen. <laughs> There's a, there is a line between like stylized and bad, and I think sometimes he likes to troll us mm-hmm. <laughs> by by riding that line and like where am I? <laughs> but 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 I will admit when I I turned the page at one point in that story, and um, we're introduced to the what uh, I forget what they called him, but he's basically the son of the Joker, the April Fool. Yes. Yeah, I thought that was a cool. I thought that, that was a cool little that twist. That close up panel of that character was like very disturbing. Mm-hmm. Like that was really good. I mean that, so I'll I'll give it up to him for that. Just that panel alone, I thought that was really good. I like Kelly, and I like he's did that Batman Kings of Fear miniseries, which was like the Scarecrow like doses Batman, and then it's like six issues of a of character study. Oh, okay, that was mm. fairly recent. Yeah, it? yeah, like last year. Okay, I was yeah. gonna say I thought I recognized it. Okay. I might have to get that. It I'm actually fun. a fan of Kelly Jones. I collected him when I first started collecting comics. Mm-hmm. It was a uh, the Batman run he was on for okay. a few years. So. Yeah, whenever I come across him in like dollar bins or whatever, I'll, uh, oh. I'll grab some. Got a guest. I, I think the door is locked. Oh, the door is locked. Mama Atkins. She came here really fast. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> but um, I didn't know she was going to be. It was right like the Today Show there for a second with people waving <laughs> through the window. <laughs> That's awesome. We should we should definitely have that. We should have some fans come with like cars. Like, yeah. I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. You know? This is the same guy every week with a different sign. Yeah. Where he's from. We he's celebrate. Like, Where are you really from? It. You be like, oh, I'm an army brat. That's fine. We celebrate people like turning 103. <laughs> and Macy from uh, Arkansas was 104 years young today. Brought to you by you. Schmuckers. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> so um, yeah, so that's uh, that's kind of all I've got to say about Detective. I don't know if anyone has any other. The, uh, the, the this I don't read it on the regular, so the story that like is going to go into what's next was like lost on me and didn't. Yeah, also did not intrigue me. I I agree. That was probably the which one least intri- the, the, very, the very last one. Very last one. I didn't get that far. And that was that was actually Tomasi and Doug. Uh, Monk, Monkey, Monkey. Uh, it was yeah. The, they're introducing a new character, uh, but is he from a video game? I don't know. The Arkham Knight. The Arkham yeah. Knight. Is that? A, see that? Yeah, he's okay. from like the the Arkham City like mm. okay. games. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm I'm I guess intrigued. Just but yeah, the, that story probably didn't probably did the least. Yeah, because I don't read it on the regular, so I don't. Yeah. Well, it's lost on me. Yeah. Well, I think. 
I think this, I don't, I'm assuming that was like kind of the first appearance because remember like the last two episodes ago, I, I was talking about all the episodes I read leading up to. Oh, right, right, and, yeah. And he yeah. was not part of that. So I guess this is a new. Well, it didn't get its hooks in me either. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, anyone else uh, have anything they want to talk about? You mean like Batman-wise? Or? Or any, well, I think, well, unless you have anything else to say about Detective Comics 1000, I think we're, we can move on. What cover, did you buy the book? Uh, I just, digital. I bought digital. Oh, so yeah. you, do you get all the covers that way? No. Weirdly, so I think with Action, I think it did include all the covers, mm-hmm. but with this one, it did not. Okay. It's I, not his first appearance, by the way. Oh, okay. It is. His, it's his first full appearance. Okay. Uh, Batman Arkham Knight number one, he had a cameo. Oh, okay. So, I was just like, I don't think that's right. I'm going to double check. Fact check. Thank you. I got the uh, the 50s variant cover, because I like that era. Okay. Wait, was that the one? It's, it's all, all the different variations of okay. Batman. Okay. Oh, yeah. wasn't that done by Cho? Yes. Nice. Yes, it was. I yeah. I, 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 well, that's like the, the Dick Spring, Happy Batman yeah. era, and it's just all goofy and silly, and I, I enjoy that Probably. era. If if I were going to buy one, actually, because I was I was down at uh, New Dimensions the waterfront yesterday, uh, John and I both were. <laughs> yes, um, we were for a long time. <laughs> yes, um, but I was actually, um, if they had had the cover, I think it was the Bruce Tim cover with the, the Joker. Uh, yeah, see, I was torn. That I, was either that one or the fifties one, and it was probably, I was torn. Yeah, I probably would have purchased that. If it had been, in there's spot. a lot of good covers for this one. Oh yeah, it was a very difficult decision mm-hmm. to make. I got mm-hmm. the Jim Lee's, both the Jim Lee's, like the, mm-hmm. the, the full yeah flip over one, and then the the regular. Um, mm-hmm. But I really like the Jock one. That was really cool. Oh yeah, is that just, just like the, face? the face. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, I, I cool. like that one as well. Um, I wasn't a big fan of the Frank Miller one though. See, I, I like what yeah. what's happened to Frank Miller. I I I've rolled with it and I've accepted it as just. He just throws everything out of the it's wind. It's just like, pure yeah. cartoony. Boom. You know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I am sad, though, that um, Lauren Brayfogle passed because I think he would have mm. put together, like, a great cover. That would have been my go-to because I have, like, the full Brayfogle run of Detective. Yeah. I yeah, I, I almost wish they had done some sort of, like, Brayfogle tribute cover or something yeah. for that. I think that would have been, that been, good. been good. But, alas, is not to be. Um Oh, uh, real quick, since since John mentioned Jim Lee, I, I, and I think I think Sean mentioned the Kevin Smith story. I actually, yeah. actually, um, uh, I guess you know, normally like Jim Lee, like whenever he does any interiors, they're almost practically splash pages mm-hmm. or pinups. But he actually did, honest to God, like sequential art in this one, and it was mm-hmm. really good. And I actually had to keep checking back. I'm like, okay, I think this is Jim Lee, but it doesn't. But it's not like super flashy or anything. It's it's just like it's pretty. Yeah, I kind of you know, noticed that too a little it's bit. It's just like normal like yeah. sequential art. Like, like I had to double check. I'm like, what is this now? Okay, yeah. it was pretty good. Although one question, if you have the gun that killed your parents, mm-hmm. wouldn't that still be considered evidence? Isn't the case closed? I don't know. I mean, it was on the in, in, like in the story gun? that they said that the gun was no longer in like. The system, oh. it, that was uh, like some black market souvenir shop. That's what I kind of got. Yeah. Was, I figured it was like, maybe they did mention that. 
Uh, Although I'm, that's still kind of, I mean, I guess it made sense that he would boil it down and. It was cute. Yeah. I liked it. I mean, it was not. You well, know, I mean, it was still it a good story. Magic if we I start mean, it's still a good story. Don't well, get me wrong. Well, it was it was exactly the kind of story that I feel like Kevin Smith was going to tell. You know, it was like kind of a. It it, it hit all the all the points. You know, he it, and, and it, it, we we got to see a lot of like Batman history, and he yeah. told kind of mm-hmm. like a happy ending story. And did Onomatopoeia show up? What's that? Did Onomatopoeia show up? Yes. <laughs> Really? Yeah. yeah. Like yes. like one panel. Yeah, yeah. Yes. one panel. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. a flashback. Yeah, yeah. that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real Kevin Smith story. Now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's one of the because um, it's sort of like a, a montage type story, and then one of the of Batman fighting various villains, and in one of oh, the panels, yeah. it is Automatopia. Yeah. And it's funny because I, for the long time, like I don't even know who that is. Because I never read any of the, you know, Kevin Smith's. It's a Green Arrow from the Green Arrow run. Oh, is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's where he started with Phil Hester. Crossed yeah. over oh, into okay. the, the, yeah, like the Winding Gyre. Yeah, and yeah. Okay. Like he, whatever like came in, out. In Winding Gyre, it was a cool twist to find out mm-hmm. who he was, and that's still actually one of my favorite Batman stories, especially the part where, uh, like Aquaman shows up because he's like, he's like, oh, I heard somebody screaming and I felt your, your biorhythms in the ocean. I came to help. <laughs> And he's, like, riding this giant narwhal, and uh, Batman's, like, walking on the beach with his girlfriend, and he's, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Nope, it's been so long since I read that. hanging out. Yeah. And then, like, he leaves, he's, like, he's like no one's going to believe you have a girlfriend. He's, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, now I owe Hal 20 bucks or something like that. It's really, That's it's really, really good. That's a... a yeah. So, um... Uh... See. Okay, so I guess that's probably about all we have to say about Detective. Did you read the new action comics this week? I think so. One thousand and nine. The end. Well, it's the end. There's the end where he changes his appearance via kryptonite. Oh, maybe I didn't. Okay. Well, spoilers. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't. don't, There's not much to say. I. The artwork. I thought for a second there. So evidently, spoilers. It's that whole. Leviathan Rising storylines next chapter in that, okay. and so at the end, he decides that he'll have to go undercover with one of the uh, he being Superman, Superman, okay, with one of the intelligence agencies, and evidently there's a one of the colors of Kryptonite will change his appearance, and so mm-hmm. like he oh that's very they expo- yeah well and then so they expose him to and he has got like a beard and his hair looks a little oh I a little like Sean's and so I'm like did they just <laughs> Like this is like did they just make Superman black? Like, is, that, is this what the Kryptonite did? I was like, this is bold if they did this. Did they Sean Atkins? Sean Atkins? Evidently they didn't. Like, I, and it just like they just give him like half black. Yeah, well, that would be like Sean Atkins. <laughs> um, the uh, no, I mean, it just gives him like facial hair and long hair. But then I was reading some interview like Bennis initially wanted that to be like one of Superman's powers. If you like, just cleansed his jaw real hard, he could sprout a beard. And oh, DC wow. shot it down. Oh man, I wish I could do that. That'd be awesome. And <laughs> and DC that's shot it down. DC shot it down. Like that was a bridge too far for so that would be DC editorial. It's too far. That, but isn't that, that's like a classic? That'd be like a classic Superman <laughs> yeah, trope. If you could exactly. Just like, mm. If you could, just, if you could just bear down and grow hair, that would be yeah. That would be awesome. I'd hate for him to be on the shitter. Oops. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I meant the crapper. 
Whoops, got a beard. <laughs> yeah. That was a tough one. You can always too much red meat because the beard now goes yeah, to my can, belly button. Yeah, you can always tell. Yeah, you can always tell when he's had a hard he's had a hard time in the bathroom. <laughs> he comes out looking like Moses. I tell you, Lewis, don't go in there for about forty five minutes. Comes out looking like Moses. Where's that? Where's that kryptonite mirror I need? Oh boy. <laughs> But other than that, it was a cool little okay. story. The there is something there, though. Does, does Jimmy Olsen know the secret identity? I feel like you mentioned something about that on Twitter. I did. Where, yeah, this is where I'm going with it. Yeah, I don't think he does. Cause, so in the Lois, Jimmy, Amanda Waller, and Clark are in the Superman. Yes. Are in the yeah, Fortress of Solitude. That, I went back and reread it. And uh, so Superman flies in, and Lois is like, hi, honey. And like... And, and then it seems like Jimmy doesn't know that Superman is Clark. So, like, wouldn't Super, Jimmy think it's weird? Like, gee golly, Miss, Miss <laughs> Lane is stepping out on Clark with Superman. <laughs> I, is oh. Jimmy just dumb or was Jimmy playing dumb because he didn't know Amanda Waller? Like, I don't know. There was a lot there. Bendis liked my tweet, but he did not address my question. Hmm. Yeah, Classic he, Bendis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He, pr- he probably went, oh, I made him think. That's yeah. all I meant to do. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Jimmy needs to mind his business what Lois does. Maybe Jimmy <laughs> does. Maybe Jimmy's just like, hey, that's, that's right. It's like you mind your not business. My, not, my, not my lane. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> I take the pictures. Maybe that's she, it. Maybe she likes to swing. That's what he, Maybe that's what he's thinking. Oh, boy. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I just thought it was kind of. Sloppy on Lois's part if they're trying to protect an identity there. Well, I mean, as if she cares because she's already spilling the beans to her dad. Yeah, that didn't bother me. And then I do kind of, I do like the way that Dennis does write Lois Lane. I know you and um, I. I just, I, I, I I'm fine with it except for the way he, she always calls him baby. Hmm. That just, it's just very. That just strikes me as very juvenile. Like. You know, I'll say, I'll call, like, my wife and I were like, oh, um, thanks for that, babe. You know, thanks. Mm -hmm. Like, but I, like, I can't ever imagine, like, saying, hey, baby, like, can you give me a drink of water? (laughs) Like, unless I'm joking around. Like, I would never, like, I just, you know what I mean? Like, it just sounds very, like, maybe Bendis' wife refers to him like that. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Mrs. Bendis is just, hey, baby, all the time. Yeah, I'm not saying there's a right or wrong way to, you know, like, give your significant other you know pet names but it just strikes me like for someone of lois lane's caliber of this like uh, this award-winning journalist this hard-hitting journalist to go around and then like in in private she's like oh are you okay baby yeah. you know it just no. it just doesn't i don't know it just doesn't strike me as yeah real, i get like, it just i don't know true to the character is what i'm saying so i don't know that's just me um so um john what have you been reading lately Oh man, um, a lot of random stuff like uh, Murder Falcon. Oh yeah, Murder Falcon. We've been reading that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I read the new Buffy series. It's pretty good. Okay. Uh, I think I only read the first issue. I've, I've been meaning to catch up with it. I'm trying to think, I've read a lot of a lot of random one like issue ones because I'm trying to keep up with some things. Like the new uh, Captain Marvel book's pretty good. Oh, okay. Um, the art is not great, but the the writing's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think, they, like I just kind of 
I'm all over the place. Like the the Grant Morris, uh, Grant Morrison Green Lantern, is uh, that's really good. Really good. I'm not a huge fan of William Sharpley though. Okay. Um, I just think everything looks like he just stretched it, and it's like, it looks for cool for the aliens, but for everybody else, he's like. Yeah, I think he does a really you know. good like as far as this portraying like really unique looking aliens, and yeah, alien, yeah. And, and alien landscapes and different races. He does a he does an amazing job. But actually, like back when he was bigger, like like in the nineties, yeah, when he did more like Mar- I think he was doing like a lot of Marvel UK stuff. Yeah, I was not a big fan of him then, but weirdly, I'm a I'm more of a fan of him now. Yeah, I think he just you know, I I, I just. Like his, he's got a very like. It's almost like a very organic, mm. you know, organic style. Yeah, um, I picked up uh, the rejected from Sourcepoint Press. I don't know if you read that. Uh, it was uh, a one shot. The the new number two is coming soon. Uh, and actually, we just just so you know, Dan, we just booked the writer for that book. Oh, okay. Uh, last night, um, I did not tell you that. Now, now you know. Um, <laughs> breaking, <laughs> breaking news. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, but I've just been kind of. Like just poking at a bunch of different things lately. It's been mm-hmm. it's been kind of cool. So I, when I get a you know a minute from not moving the store, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's probably one of those. I, I mean, I'm assuming it's one of those like uh, it's almost like a like a catch twenty two situations where it's like you're you're always surrounded by comics, but you're probably too busy to even like, <laughs> or at least like the moments you have to sit down and read comics are probably few and far between. Yeah, that's that's pretty true. And, yeah. like, when you do, you probably have to, like, just... <laughs> Plow just, through yeah, and go, yeah. Just, like, go through a stack. Yeah, I, I've, I've come to the point now where I kind of keep, like... I get to the point where I have two issues of something, and I'll just read both, mm-hmm. and then I'll wait until I get two more. So then I get... It's a little more uh, fruitful for me to read it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I have, I have a bunch of stuff at the house that's just, just sitting on my... <laughs> my coffee table. I'm mm. like, I gotta get to this. I gotta get to this. Uh, so yeah, I feel like. I mean, that's. Uh, I I always refer to that as my 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 nightstand reading. Yeah. You know, yeah. everyone's got like a, a stack of stuff somewhere on your <laughs> coffee table, on your nightstand, or or whatever your yeah. desk. I was yeah. gonna read a bunch yeah. on the way to and from Chicago, but um, uh, I ended up reading an actual book book about consumer behavior <laughs> so there's a little more a little, little more uh you know needed i think yeah you know so, so you were it was almost like it was working you were, yeah you were like work work reading so that's how thought i clocked in okay. <laughs> <laughs> eight hour drive book yep. <laughs> no. uh, but it was it was a good time so, and the book's really good too it's called why we buy Hmm. Um, and it's kind of cool because it, it talks about watching your customer, not in like a creepy way, mm-hmm. but to the point of like what, where they walk in the store, what they touch, um, how different aisle widths affect their shopping. Oh. Uh, like they talk about the butt brush. So the butt brush <laughs> is when, right? <laughs> this is going to sound great. You're <laughs> glad I came on. Uh, the butt brush is when you're standing too tight to someone at a display. Okay. And as people walk behind you, they brush against your butt. And you tend to look at this thing for a few minutes, and then as more people do it, you're like, no, I can't stand here anymore. And you walk away. So it deters you from buying that stuff. So if your aisles are too tight, that's a problem. Definitely. Right? 
something no one ever thinks about. <laughs> well, you, you're, you're right because that's. I mean, I, I've definitely been in situations where if someone is, if it's a you know a tight fit, or if someone's like standing in front of something that I want to look at mm-hmm. I, rather than wait, I'll just walk away. Yeah. And and with the perp, you know, thinking, oh, I'll swing back around, yeah. and you know, hopefully they'll be gone, but I'll probably forget. Yep. I'll just keep going yep. and. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, it was really cool, and uh, I'm only like a third of the way through the book, so cool. See, then I'll get to comics. <laughs> <laughs> well, speak on the topic of uh, reading books in clumps. I've been reading the new Un- Umbrella Academy series. Oh, okay. And oh, that's cool. something that when it's done, I'm going to have to go back and read it as a whole because I cannot keep track of <laughs> what's going on issue to issue. A Hotel uh, Oblivion. Yeah. I've been wanting to read that. I just haven't sat down to. Uh, I went. Well, we started watching the show, and so in, in preparation of the show, I went back and reread the the trades. Mm-hmm. And the comics are way. But I haven't read them. And I like the first volume. I didn't like the second one. So fair. Okay. Yeah. And um, they're a lot more. It's been like a decade since I've yeah, revisited yeah. them, so it's been a while. And um, I didn't realize how like connected. They kind of are. Like they kind of just flow. One into, one goes into two, in a way. Um, the comics way better than the show. Uh, this show just I can't even come close to doing what they were doing in the comic. I mean, I, we my wife got bored with it, so we've got, it's kind of been a slow crawl going through the series. So I'm anxious to see if or how because they seem to be taking bits out of both one in the first two volumes. Yeah. To inform the the TV show, so I'm kind of curious to see where they go with it, how mm-hmm. they go with it, and how they try and adapt. With I really, it. Uh, I was just sad that they uh, didn't actually make him have a gorilla body. <laughs> that was, they they kind of do. They, they, they like inject him with something, and he kind of grows. Oh, is that what yeah, it is? Yeah. yeah. Versus so like I'm not that far. Cutting his head. And yeah. like oh, okay. It I right. didn't know that was the difference. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that. that no. They haven't gone they to did, the history did, of it. Is, no, you're not. Yeah. You're not that far. No, sorry. Spoilers. That's okay. No, it's fine. So, they, I I actually like the show a lot, and I liked it mostly because of the soundtrack. Because um, like that's something that reading it you don't get. Mm-hmm. But it can add a whole different flavor to something uh, when they when they put it live, and that yeah, the soundtrack for that 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 show is just great. Hmm. Yeah. But as far as reading the the Hotel Oblivion series issue by issue, you know, a month apart from each installment, I have no idea what I'm reading. <laughs> it's just I well, I, I just look at pictures pretty much. I always go back and look because when, when you read the the trades. I kind of crush right through them. Like I'm like, oh wow, I just read like four issues in a row, and I didn't realize I went this far into it. So I, when once it's done, I'll just pull them all out and do that with it, so it makes sense to me. Like it's cool, it, it looks good, and it seems to be. I like the the high concepts that it always seems to play with, but I just can't keep in my mind straight what's going on with it. Uh, from from what I heard, what I understand, so when this new the series picked up like there there was really no uh, uh, preamble to say oh what came before because it's been a long time since that last yeah second or that second series so I, I heard that a lot of people were kind of lost jumping back into this new series. yeah it also helped to go back and reread them too mm-hmm. and then like because I, I just started picking up, I didn't even know it was coming out like it just I went in one week and bam there was a new Umbrella Academy series uh, and same, so I, same creative team yeah 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 okay. 
And um, so then when I went back and reread the trades and then like read the like the next issue that came out like that month, it kind of was like, oh, oh yeah. So um, yeah, it's something I have to go back and just reread it all as one piece. And when it's done, it's like the best way to mm-hmm. consume it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I've just never been a fan of Gerard Way. Like I like the first run of. Uh, Royal Academy, but mm. I did not like True Lies Like Fabulous Killjoys. I didn't like... Yeah, I tried reading uh, that one. I didn't read that one. I couldn't get into yeah. it. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't like Mother Panic that much. Uh, his Doom Patrol was okay, but yeah. it definitely felt like he was just like, I'm just literally copping Grant Morrison mm-hmm. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he definitely... Uh, it's like yeah. he just like robbed Grant Morrison of a, of a story and just went, <laughs> oh, I'm going to make some tweaks here. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I did. I I enjoyed the first. I, I never finished it, but I, I enjoyed the first uh, maybe two or three issues of Mother Panic. Um, but I never. I just didn't keep up with it. I, th- I thought it was interesting, because, you know, that they were um, introducing this new he- person into like this hero or anti-hero or whatever into mm-hmm. like Gotham, and it was yeah. sort of like tangentially connected to Batman, sort of. But um, yeah, I just never. I have a couple wishes of it. I like the look of the character. Mm. Yeah, it was interesting. Visually. And then, then it was Tommy Lee Edwards. Yeah, I did yeah. like... Yeah, the art was really good. But I feel like that whole... Um, what was it called? Young Animal Young line. Animal line mm-hmm. just kind of fizzled. I really liked the um, Cave Carson books they were putting out. They were pretty good. Okay. Um, and the Shade the Changing Girl was, was pretty good, too. But it they just didn't... They, they were good, but they weren't good enough to be like... I'm going to read this forever. It's, oh, uh, this was a good mini, mm-hmm. you know, after the first run, it all, they all just kind of fell apart. Yeah. So. I think they announced that WonderCon this weekend, there will be a second, like, Doom Patrol series. And while they didn't confirm it's the same creative team, they intimated it would be. Okay. But it wouldn't be in the young animal imprint, it'd be under the Vertigo. Back to Vertigo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, because that, that just doesn't even exist anymore, right? I mean, young yeah, animal, there so. is no... Like there is no young animal mm-hmm. anymore. So no, the only thing that they would keep would be Doom Patrol and Mother Panic. Yeah, and maybe Cave Carson. Those were the three like biggest selling ones. Kind of the had. standouts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mr. Atkins, we have not heard from you yet. What have you been uh, reading? Uh, just about everything. <laughs> <laughs> Words. I heard Detective Comics Thousand was pretty good. <laughs> no. Uh, Let's see. Uh, read the new Fantastic Four that just came out. Okay. So that was really good. Um, it's like a continuation so far of what Dan Slott's doing with Doom defeating Galactus. And in, in this one, they convert. I guess they are burying Galactus into the mountain. And um, I think it was like converting the power cosmic into like uh, an energy source for like the whole world and um Jerry Reed Richards <laughs> <laughs> well Reed and the gang are all stuck and uh not really much kind of went down to be honest I'm not still a fan of the artist either or I guess a whole bunch of artists on this one. Oh, really? So it's not who yeah. was it? It was um, it was Sarah oh, Pacelli. Sarah Pacelli was doing it. Yeah. And then she kind of stopped after three or four. Okay. And then I forget. Oh, she got up to the wedding issue. I thought <coughs> she did, but she didn't do the wedding issue. Right. 
Right. I forget. It was um. It um, was blanking. It was like six or seven issues. Blanking on the guy's then, name. And then mm-hmm. it went to the the wedding. Issue. Aaron Aaron Cooter. Cooter. Maybe. Could be. That's a name. Yeah, I think he. Yeah, I think he was we'll the artist for a while. Yeah, I think he did the. Like he, he at least did the wedding. Like I read the wedding issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I haven't read beyond the wedding issue. The wedding issue was so good. Yeah, I love the, uh, the the bachelor. That was probably parties. that was probably my favorite part. Yeah. Of it. yeah, those are fun. <laughs> that, I mean, it was it was just legitimately good. But like you know, the, it was nice to see like Adam Hughes, <laughs> yeah, dust himself off and like do some sequential art. Came out of the coffin. Yes, <laughs> I'm out for ten uh, minutes, guys. <laughs> what do you want me to draw? <laughs> but I mean, it was it was a fun read. I liked it. I'm still probably curious to see what happens next. Actually, uh, Adam Hughes just did uh, that Sabrina book this week. Came out this week. Oh yeah, that Sabrina oh, really? Teenage Witch book. Yeah. Okay. Like he's writing, drawing, or I think I'm pretty sure he's just on. He's just art. I'll say I hope he's not writing. <laughs> no. He's. I forget who's writing. Not. It, a, I'm not pretty a great sure writer. he uh, is doing all the art. So cool. Yeah, that's in my stack of things to read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I realized he was. Uh, I might have to go back and look for that because I didn't uh, realize he was doing a like a book. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be, you know, well, as, as... Well, he did the Benny and Veronica book for a while. Yeah, how long? But that didn't last very long, did I mean, because uh, he was, that was the one he was writing and drawing. Yeah, I think that went six or eight issues. It was a miniseries. Okay. So, the Archie guys have been really weird with full runs anymore. Things have just been very I think miniseries. They, yeah, I think they like just doing it in chunks. Yeah. Except for, like, actual Archie and, uh... Jughead the Hunger is now on issue, like, 13. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that book's hilariously awesome. <laughs> and they're doing a, a Jughead the Hunger versus Vampironica soon. Okay, see, I was oh, going to... Actually, so I was going to ask is... <laughs> I've, been here, I've been seeing those, too, and I was like, man, I really need to get this. Well, both those books are awesome, so if you're not reading them, you should. Is, so Vampironica is still coming out? Uh, Van- Vampironica was a miniseries. Oh, okay. Um, and then this will be a, a mashup, like... Uh, miniseries. It's going to be great. Because um, I kind of had a, a, a cool uh, like a nerd moment uh, a couple days ago. A friend of ours who's the director of a um, library out, uh, out in the East Hills uh, uh, showed me a picture. She's like, I just ordered this for our library and it was the Vampironica trade paperback. <laughs> and I'm like, that's awesome. You're like, Bob Hack did some of those covers. <laughs> yeah. You should have him come over and sign the books. <laughs> I, should, I should tell her to do that. Yeah. Um, but that, and then I started, of course, I started going, oh, well, you got to check out Jug, uh, Jughead the Hunger. And I'm like, Archie's doing all these horror books, and there's Afterlife with Archie. and No, the, Chilling, Chilling Ventures. That, that, that was awesome. Yeah, Chilling Ventures. Yeah, Sabrina was yeah that was really good. Yep. It's just too bad that the writer for that and um, Afterlife is the guy running Riverdale and the and the Chilling Ventures TV show. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and so I always forget that he wrote for Glee, and then they do episodes like, Two weeks ago, they did the Heather's episode of Riverdale, and they were like <laughs> oh, that's right. songs we, we, from Heather's. Yeah, we yeah. talked about that. Yeah, I caught up on that this morning. Actually, it was really good. Like the episode after that was really good. So, yeah. But you're right. You can. We were talking about this yesterday, like how you can just like just not watch it for a couple episodes and then watch it and know exactly where you're at. Yeah, you, like you don't feel like, lost oh, at all. I totally understand what's going on. It's, <laughs> it's almost like if you if you try and go back and catch up, it's almost like I feel like it's worse. Yeah, you're just you, you should just just jump like if you if you ever miss any episodes of Riverdale, 
just jump back in. <laughs> wherever wherever it yep. is, just jump in because it doesn't matter. I've missed them all, so you're saying I could just tune in this week and I'll be okay? If you know the <laughs> basics of the Riverdale characters, yes, you'd be fine. I would actually – I would say watch – just watch the first season, and then you can just jump in now. Yeah. <laughs> I or do, at least, or at least the first half, of the first. Season. Yeah, just the first, yeah, first few episodes, just to get an idea of like the tone of the show because it's very, it's like very like Twin Peaks ish. It's, yeah. it's like it's like a teenage Twin Peaks mm. with a dash of glee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's the CW, so it has. Yeah, it's it's got to have. It needs that dash, right? It's really good though. Like I, I. I I, I always uh, I always love like when parents are like yeah my kids watch Riverdale all the time I'm like how old are your kids like like eight I'm like what are you doing <laughs> you should be more involved in your wow. children's lives yeah, <laughs> yeah. maybe like, a little bit or like I go to a con and like these two like ten year old girls are dressed like river vixens and yeah. I'm like what are you doing oh yeah. the Archies they're wholesome I remember them from yeah. the checkout lane at the grocery <laughs> right. store <laughs> oh Betty and Veronica wear that all the time I do like uh, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina on Netflix which. Yeah. Yeah, comes back was... next weekend. Yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah. look Season at your watch for that. Two. See what day it was. <laughs> oh. Well, you just kind of like. I have a countdown. They're gonna come back. It comes back next at, week. My, my watch is on a so. countdown to the release of the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. 180 hours. I only use this watch for minutes. show countdowns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hold I'm on, perpetually I can, late. I can also tell you when this comes out. I have a countdown for Batwoman as well. That'd be great if, if like, if, if IMDb just produced, like, a watch that was just, like... <laughs> like, that's part of the app. That's all it was. It's just movie and TV show countdowns. That'd be awesome. Or well, if it I was just integrated it. on their website, that'd be great. <laughs> well, I think... Uh, I, I don't know if this website still exists, but there used to be one called Superhero Hype. And, um, I think it's still around. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, like, where you can find out what superhero movies are being made and stuff. And they used mm-hmm. to have a countdown. Just mm-hmm. like that, it'd be think, like yeah. so and so many days, like three hundred days. Yeah, it's probably yeah. still out there. Well, yeah, because like Hellboy's like in a couple weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we got Avengers and Dark Phoenix is somewhere in there too, and Spider Man, and then Spider Man yeah. in the summer. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'm a Hellboy fan, but I tell you the truth, I'm not really looking forward to that Hellboy movie. I don't know why. Like I guess maybe the trailers really haven't got me excited. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I, I don't see myself being in line for that on when it opens up. I'm, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. The, like, yeah. Same here. The, the trailers don't. Uh, have not filled me with a lot of confidence. Looks like something you can wait for. Uh, Netflix or seem like they're Redbox or yeah. Seem like they're really Someone trying can just to tell do you like about um, it. <laughs> like a Guardians <laughs> of Galaxy Wikipedia. type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I felt like it was very in tone with the other movies, but um, just not as dark looking. Like the, uh, the the Del Toro movies were very dark mm-hmm. in general. But these look just as good. They're just brighter in general. And um, I think it's Dark Horse being kind of going, how do I deal, how do I market this like Marvel does? And they're going, we're never going to be able to do that because we don't have that kind of money. So... How do you how do you get that back? You know, like how do you try to try to tackle that? Like they, it's not like they have the money to be like we're going to do the exact same thing they did with Captain Marvel, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but even though they kind of are like Captain Marvel, like you didn't really see a lot until like three or four weeks before it came out, and then they, you saw like way better uh, trailers for it. Mm-hmm. So 
you know, maybe we'll maybe we'll get a really good one like today or tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Never know. Uh, whenever I, mean, I, I see like uh, the actor, so I, yeah, he's cool. Yeah, I mean, but whenever I see Mila cool. Jovovich in like a genre movie, it's just like mm, this is probably gonna look like a video game, <laughs> and not in a good way. <laughs> you've been you've been you've been Resident Evil. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just aware of what's happening there. Was she? Was that her? There was a movie. Oh my goodness! Like back in the middle of the last decade, like Ultraviolet. I think it was. Was she in that? Oh, no. Mm, I think. I so. think it was no. Charlene Theron. Uh, Theron? No, that was Eon Flux. Oh. I was thinking of Eon Flux too, but it might have been Ultraviolet. I think it was Ultraviolet. And like that—that's what I yeah, 2006. And I—I I think I rented that because I was like, oh yeah, it's her, it's Mila Jovovich. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm like, oh, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> so ever since then, and yeah, and all the the 18 Resident Evil movies, and <laughs> we know what's good. She had me at Fifth Element. Yeah, I saw that. We were at the gym the other week, and that was on while well, I was on the uh, the elliptical. Hmm. Holds the Fifth up. Element was? Yeah, Fifth Element was on TV. Well, because they have TVs, and you can just watch TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was on, like, sci fi or something like that. Yeah, oh, that's okay. cool. When does Krypton come back? The next episode of the comic book pit. <laughs> I see Dan over there flinching, like, this isn't the comic book discussions. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I, uh,. We run a tight ship on this show. The Lobo looks freaking awesome. Yeah, it looks uh, on model. No, I'm interested to see what he looks like. Yeah, like in like on screen. I'm sorry. What were you gonna say, Sean? I was gonna get us back on track. Oh, by all means. That's where we are when Sean is putting us back on track. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my bad. I mean, we can talk about Krypton. Or (laughs) I actually haven't seen it, so I don't know. Um, I read this. Well, actually, I'm in the middle of it still, but but read volume one and I'm in the middle of this. It's low, mm-hmm. so I've been liking it so far. It took me an absolute while to get into. Like I I was really captured by the artwork. Yeah, Greg Greg Yeah, and I was really good. I was like really determined, and it was like I had like the digital copy for like the longest time, but for some reason I just couldn't read it. Like I would read it. I get like a few pages in, then I would drop it. I don't know why, either life or it just maybe it wasn't capturing me. And then I actually ended up buying the the trade. And I was mm. like, all right, well, I like this artwork. I know I want to read it. Yeah. Uh, and I think it was on sale. Um. So I just bought it, and I finally just read it. Like I don't know, maybe in January. And I just read it all, and I was like, oh, I really liked it. So I'm going to get the second trade. And I went on Amazon, and I found it for, like, five bucks. Cool. So I was like, yeah, I'll read it. So yeah. I've been really liking it a lot. So. It's good stuff. It's good, like, it's it's different because it – I like the setting because it's just – it's very, like, very different. It's very unique. Like, the under, whole underwater mm-hmm. setting is not something you see that often, you know, the whole underwater worlds. Yeah. I think that's what drew me into the first volume. Like, when the first couple issues came out, that was like, like, holy crap, look at this art. Look at how they did all this, like, underwater settings and stuff. It was Mm -hmm. awesome. I think my my one um, hang-up is, like, the first volume was, like, six issues where this one's just four. And I'm like, well, why did they just have to stop at four? Why can't you put Mm -hmm. a couple more in there? But, you know. Rick Remender, he's a busy guy. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I, I don't think it's. I, I've certainly fallen off that book. I, I was reading it pretty consistently for a while, but is it even coming out, or is it like coming out sporadically? Does do we know? I don't, I don't know. Did they? I haven't caught finish up. It or I'm just. I wonder if you finished it. I think I saw I maybe like volume up. five. Oh, volume. Okay. Well, I mean, if so. he's up to, yeah. Unless he's just like you know putting in two issues per volume. That's what I was <laughs> thinking. <laughs> I've never read that series, but I know that team of Remender and Tachini from a book called Last Days of American Crime. Yeah, that was really good. And they, they did some... Actually, I Tachini did an uh, arc on X for Uncanny X-Force after that. I think it was the Captain Britain one where it was like oh. in the realm of... They would go like all the magic and... Oh, that, that was great. Yeah, it was really good That stuff. was really good. I also remember he... Um, oh, there was a like a five-issue miniseries. It was a... I think it was like a Captain America team up miniseries where like or it was or maybe not team up but every issue spotlighted like a different character from like from Captain like Batrock the Leaper and you know the Falcon and and he did this interconnected like it was like five issues but he did like this interconnected cover of all five issues it was just really good neat yeah he's someone I would I, I would like to see do mm-hmm. more stuff. But I think there's only four volumes of Willow. Okay. Well, yeah, it'll be interesting. I'll have to look those up because I'd be interested to see if he actually completed the series or if he just kind of trailed off. Or I think I definitely will stick around because he did Fear Agent and I really love that. Oh, yeah. Mm, that was really good. That was, that so. was one, probably one of his best best books. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> this is the filler episode of. Yeah, cool. Um, it's so cool. I, well, um, well, uh, speaking of, uh, actually, I'm kind of going to bring it around to uh, Netflix shows. So we were talking about Netflix shows before, but uh, but also comic book related. Um, I read the first issue of the uh, Glow. Uh, comic nice. from Hello. Netflix. <laughs> I, I saw you posted a picture. Um, <coughs> so, I, 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 do you guys watch Glow? No, I do. Yeah, okay. It's, great. I, it, it's a great show. I love it. Um, and you know when they, you know, Boom Studios is like we're putting out a, a, a Glow miniseries. I'm like, okay, we'll see. But um, this was really good. It was like I mean, the first issue was a lot of fun. Um, it really, I think, it really captured the characters well. Let me put it this way. So there's a there's a large cast of characters because it's you know all female. You know it's the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. It's based on the true uh, yeah. story of you know the '80s um, ladies wrestling league or whatever you want to call it. And uh, so they do a good job of like getting all the 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 feature like it's they um, the artist who I'm blanking on right now. Um, does a great job of capturing like the likenesses without mm. it looking, you know, photo reference. Because she's got a very Hannah like, Templer. Okay, yep. She's got a very like a like a, almost like a anime, like kind of a cartoony style. Yeah. And so there are characters you'll like pick out immediately. Like, okay, that's Allison Bree's character. That's mm. um, uh, Mark Maron's character. That's you know, <laughs> yeah. this character. That's you know. So, but but after a while, then you start thinking like, okay. 
Now, I haven't watched this show in a year, so I don't remember who all these people are. Because there's, there's, there's easily like a dozen characters, you know, between the all the ladies that wrestle and then some of the side characters. Um, but this was, um, yeah, this was just a, a you know, fun first issue of this story. And it, I feel like they got, like, um, it was very true to the 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 characters and the story behind Chloe and um, I, I wasn't sure if I was going to, if I was going to like the art uh, for this because it was, you know, Chloe is a little, it's, it's a fun show, but sometimes it's a little gritty and a little, mm. sometimes there's stories that you're like, Oh my God, that's a little depressing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but, oh, yeah. but, um, but when the show is, is fun and lighthearted, it, you know, that's what I think this book did a good job in capturing. So, um, I'm definitely going to stick around for it. So it's funny. It, if you didn't know that was Mark Marin, you'd think it was like a Stan Lee. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's a good point. Off. He does. He is kind of, yeah, does look a little like a, like a little bit of a young Stan. Did you ever watch the, uh, there's, there's actually a, a documentary of the women they're based on, on Netflix too. If you haven't seen that. Oh, you know, I, I haven't, but I did see, I think when, when I was watching glow, that would show up as part of like, Oh, since you watch glow, yeah, yeah, yeah. you might like this. It was cool you know? to see like, that they basically just took the actual character and just tweaked it slightly, and they're all the women that that did those characters look almost identical to their uh, reference point. Oh, it's okay. really cool. So definitely take the hour to watch it. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. So I would say if you're if you're a fan of the show, definitely you know read the book, and you could probably actually even read this even if you've never watched the show if you just you know enjoy. Gorgeous ladies of wrestling. <laughs> just, uh, it's just you know, it's just a kind of a goofy, fun book. Um, and another book that I, I read, also sort of based on a TV show. I, it was a one shot. Um, the is a from uh, also from Boom. Uh, the Firefly one shot of um, Saffron mm. called Bad. I think it's called Bad Company. Yeah. Um, not good. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, just, I've never been a Firefly fan. So. Yeah, I, it, I was like, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I thought it was, you know, interesting that they were gonna, you know, maybe tell us, you know, original story about this character. Um, the, and it was just her origin of, you know, being a young, you know, just a, a poor kid scrounging for scraps and you know, and learning how to be, you know, who she was at the show. And but it was, it was really. Pretty much, it was pretty uninspired and pretty unoriginal, and um, the art was mediocre at best. And it took some really sharp turns into like just being bad at certain points. Whereas, like, I would have rather just seen um, a story of like current Saffron pulling a heist or doing something. Like, you don't you don't have to have her interacting with the Firefly or the uh, Serenity crew or anything. You could, you know. She could have been interesting enough to tell a story on her own. Is she the, the escort? Well, she she was the one that married Mao, but who turned out to be a, like a like a con like a con person. Oh, uh, Christina Hendricks. Yeah, Christina okay. Hendricks. Yeah, okay. and she showed up like later in the first in the first season, and she actually helped them pull a heist. But they flipped. Then they turned it around on her and okay. left yeah. her to get caught because she's a bad person. <laughs> It's been a minute since I've seen the show. What a so. jerk. 
but but you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So they, you know, it was definitely a character they could have done more with. Um, they didn't need to tell just a boring origin story that, like I said, was not anything like really original or interesting. So. Yeah, I, unless you're like the hardest of hardcore like Firefly fans, I would just pass that one up. Well, if, if we're talking bad comic books, I could like to see and raise. Okay. Um, for a uh, lark, I read uh, Vamprella versus Reanimator number three. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't even know how you put all those words together. I was like, all right, because it was one of the, uh, the the preview books okay. we get sent. I was like, all right, well, you know, it's part of the. Part of the obligation, you know, they send us these free things. We're yeah, supposed to read them and share true. our thoughts. Fair they enough. may be regretting that, but um, <laughs> it was. I have my notes here. A car wreck is my my note on on the book. I I don't know what was going. On. It's it was number three, and I don't know these characters from anything, so I don't really know what was going on. It looked like it may have been like the end of the second act and going into the. I don't know. It depends where it is. Um, there was one thing I thought was interesting was it, like the the artwork. It's kind of it's very uh, stripped. It's it almost looks like this like pencil art, and with a, like a very limited choice of color. Like some pages would be like little yellow hues like mm-hmm. dashed in some red. That was very fascinating. But other, the art wasn't that good. Like it, it some parts parts were quite accomplished when it was good it looked unique it was interesting but then there was other spots where it just looked like amateur hour like stuff that like it made me feel good like mm-hmm. as, as a coach i'm like all right this, this counts then what i do counts that's how it felt like it and so like the story was whatever i don't know what was going on so that was like lost to me i was just like yeah. reading a comic but it felt like it felt like it would work more as like a fan art comic like, if it was something that was, like, Xeroxed and hand-stapled and, like, folded up, it'd probably have a little more value to consume. But as, like, a published, like, if I were a polished, like, professionally published comic book, like, I think you owe people their money back. Like, you'd be, you'd be embarrassed <laughs> to put that out. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, if, if it was, like, if you went to, like, Zine Fair and it was, like, this on someone's table and it was, like, rough edges and just, like kind of like skewed when it was like folded and stapled mm-hmm. like it, it, it would have be a little neat it, you know there would be something especially with like that color choice it's very like artistic this is kind of fascinating what they're doing just not the, the topic and the the way it looks half the time it just was woof woof <laughs> that's all you gotta say that should be your, that should be your pull quote wow. yeah woof <laughs> jared catherine comic book bit yeah like <laughs> i it i don't know i, I don't i never read any of those comics for reanimators what like a, wasn't that a movie like in the 80s yeah like yeah. Full, was it like full moon entertainment or something or i don't think it was a full moon piece it I might have been it, though i thought it was wasn't it i thought it started as a movie like like a franchise mm. but it, it was it was something like that but it, i every time i see those books come in the store i'm just like yeah why? Just, someone's just, buying them someone's <laughs> buying them so yeah. they, well, they can't suck that bad same same <laughs> with all the all the all the uh I used to think that every time I would like stock like Z- like anything Xenoscope. <laughs> you know what? So I mean, the, like... the Grim Fairy Tales stuff, the, the the straight Grim Fairy Tales stuff was mm-hmm. really good at the beginning, through like issue forty, and then it started like the story started to suffer, and they started to make their universe too big, and then they got like the really cheesecakey artists for like the the covers. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but the interior arts were never terrible. Like they were never bad. Um, they were pretty good yeah. for 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 an indie. I guess I should um, I should have qualified that by just saying like yeah it. it, it the question it is the question is more good. who's buying exactly. it for the interior, right. not just the <laughs> who's, cover. Yeah, who's buying yeah. it or who's buying it for just the cover, and what are they doing with those covers? Well, most know? people are buying it for the cover because yeah. like, that's how you get guys like you know J. Scott Campbell came out of there, mm-hmm. Jamie Tyndall, um, yeah, uh, like oh, who's the other one? Um, I can't remember his name. There were a couple of, like bigger guys that came out of doing mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, and they. They still make tons of money on that kind of stuff yeah. today. So I feel like that's all like Jay Scott Campbell does is you know his like the kind of fantasy art these days. Have you, know? you seen his wife? Because it looks like he drew her. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. It's never like, have. It's like it's like a bad eighties sci fi movie where she just like comes to life. <laughs> he like, like draws her. She danced yeah. off the drawing board. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like, like weird science or it's like an like aha video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but she, yeah. But uh, it's it's like I I've always wondered about that kind of stuff and like mm-hmm. um, sometimes like the the art does suffer but the the writing's good mm-hmm. like uh, Rob Liefeld right I'm not a fan of his art mm-hmm. but I actually like his writing it's not terrible everybody always gives me crap for like in his Hawk and Dove run from the New Fifty Two mm-hmm. the writing was solid <laughs> it's just the art was awful yeah <laughs> Hawk's got like you know fifty seven teeth. <laughs> like yeah, fourteen abdominal muscles. Yeah. <laughs> I've got an eighteen pack. It's fine. But uh, I have another entry to add to the who's buying this. It always amazes me oh, is sure. when I see um, Action Labs Zombie Tramp. It's like closing in on issue sixty. It's over sixty. It's over sixty yeah, now. Yeah. How the hell does that? I mean, that's a, that's a hell of a run. You get sixty issues in this era. Like, who's like I'm picking up sixty three of Zombie Tramp? Like, I, I don't. I don't know if he still does, and you probably know who I'm talking about. I forget his name, but there was literally one one guy. Yeah, you probably in. don't want to say his name. Man. Well, like I, said, I don't even remember yeah. his name, but like he was, he came in, um, like like clockwork. He came in for his issues. That's the only. That's the only book he ever he subscribed to. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I, 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 I know thought you might, you know, but but I mean, I know Dan Mendoza. I know Jason Martin. I know yeah. Bill McKay. Bill McKay is actually coming to the show, um, and. And like even Sora Sung did some some covers for him, um, and while yeah, there's a lot of cheesecake to it. It's a it, the book's actually really funny, like it's a comedy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the reason why people are still buying it is because they just killed um, Janie, the original one, and they they like the the zombie tramp like spirit that mm-hmm. that like kind of takes over the body um, is going into a new character named um, Angel Lynch. So like the, her her scars are in different places and stuff than, than they were on Janie. Um, it's actually kind of cool. Like, uh, you know, I, I read the first volume, reread the first volume uh, a couple weeks ago when I was getting ready to go out to Chicago so mm-hmm. I could talk to people about Zombie Tramp again while I was working the Action Lab booth. No, no, and, uh, no it was Jared, actually pretty good. So, so Jared, since you brought it up, I mean, <laughs> since since we do. Get these review copies. Have you have you given it a fair? I think shake? I've looked at it. Have I given it a fair shake? Now you gotta, no, now, no. You, now you have to read it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize when I when I uh, brought it up, I was shouting in the mouth of someone who was representing it. So. <laughs> I mean, they don't they don't pay me. I just help them out. <laughs> they pay me by going. You're an advocate. Here's your badge. Here's what we'll do. We'll, 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 
it'll be like a, like an episode of like fear. It's, it's like comic book fear factor. We'll each read an issue <laughs> yeah. of, of Zombie Tramp. Yeah, and then and then we'll come back. Laying in back. the coffin of maggots was Vampirella versus An- Reanimator Three for me this month. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we can start wrapping this episode up. Uh, anyone have any uh, final things uh, comic book wise to talk about? Sure. I got one more. <laughs> okay. Throw one in real quick. Doctor Strange Essentials Volume Four. <laughs> Oh my God! You never live it there. You know it's not going to be an episode unless we we bring that up. <laughs> Although I did read. Unless unless you actually finish it. If you tell us you finished it, I actually haven't. See, so <laughs> until you finish it, I got to the Michael Golden stuff, and I was like, I'll totally drop this now and pick it up later. And that was like three years ago. So we can't see. We can't let it go until you finish it. When you finish it, tell us, and then we'll let it go. Okay. You should finish I, it and then bring it to the show because Mike Golden's going to be at the show. That's right. He, <laughs> nice. he, he could sign that for you. <laughs> like, here you go. And, and he'll be like, I can't believe anybody just read this. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I've been reading it for 12 years. <laughs> I didn't know he was going to be at your show. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Bring down my old Mr. Miracles. So, anyways, Sean, so continue. Um, what did I say? See, I lost my train of thought. What was it? Uh, Lore Atlantis, or not Atlantis, Olympus, which is a, a webcomic. It's a story. Um, mm. It tells the story of Persephone. You can find it on Webtoon. It's kind of really neat. I don't know why. Like it, I, I've been calling it like my guilty pleasure because it's um, like a romance comic. Okay. But it's like uh, a newer take of. Um, well, I already said Persephone. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it's like if the CW did it, you know. <laughs> but it's actually really good. I don't know why. It's just it's. I got hooked. I like. I read like a few of it, and then I'm all caught up. Hmm. So it works really good. Weird to say. So is it like one of those examples of technology listening to us so it knows what to sell us? I just opened my Webtoons app. I never get pop-up ads, but I had a pop-up ad for Lure Olympus. Yeah. It was, like, oh. right there, front and center. Like you're talking about it. Well, she I just hit the did and it was right there. Freaky. It's the new update. Uh, she had, like, a new update, like, was it yesterday? It's, and like, it new. It's, like, my, like, oh, they're talking about it. Time to show it to them. <laughs> yeah, it's by Rachel Smith. I think it's it's spelled weird, but I know it's probably Smith, but mm-hmm. she has like Y's and a oh, okay. couple extra T's. And <laughs> but it's, it's really good. It's, it's like, uh, I can't explain how the artwork. Yeah. It's just yeah. <laughs> how long is it? Do you know how long she's been doing it? Or Since <laughs> March of last year. There you go. Oh, okay. <laughs> he has it up. Yeah. I Actually, I think I was reading It looks like something you would do. Yeah. It, the, the coloring looks like your um, Phantasmos. The, the Fantastic Phantasmos, the way it's colored and the way it looks, reminds me of that. Is it a? Uh, yeah, it's vibrant. Is it a daily update, weekly, or? I'd I think say it's weekly. weekly. Okay. Sorry, I mean to be stepping on your lines, but I'm look, I am looking <laughs> at it right now. Jared's like, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna cowboy this meeting right now. <laughs> nice. I'm, I'm taking over. I'm the, the now. I'm the new. The, this is my favorite comic strip now. <laughs> it's good though. I I I burned through it. I I couldn't believe it. I was just like, couldn't stop reading. Yeah. Cool. I'll have to check it out. It's like I had like a bunch of time at work and I'm just like scrolling, scrolling, reading, and I didn't get bored. Mm-hmm. So it's always a good sign yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of any uh, form of media. It's like I didn't get bored. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Oh, and 
my other gripe is uh, I'm trying to read The Fourth World, and mm. I, I just hate Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> I hate it. I hate that book. And you said that's mixed in with other, yeah, right. It's not. Just, it's not just like a bunch of Jimmy Olsen issues. It's like Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, it's Mister Miracle, New Gods, yeah, uh, Forever People, mm. and it's like I I burn through like the others, but then as soon as Jimmy Olsen shows up, <laughs> like his comment comes Train up, and wreck. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I gotta get it's like slamming this. on the brakes. Yeah, it it is. It's like slamming on the brakes, and you're just like, okay. <laughs> Why is this there's in just here? there's Jimmy Olsen just waiting I, to suck. I literally <laughs> looked in the next volume, like I'm on volume two right now, to see if like okay, how much Jimmy Olsen do I have to take? <laughs> and I saw that <laughs> all the Olsen, <laughs> he was all in there. And in the next one, I was like, oh. God, is you he in to, the fourth one? You have to no, Sean, you're going full Olsen. Was that all? <laughs> that written and drawn by Kirby too? Yeah, that was all Kirby. I mean, he probably had his hands, like it was a Mark Evner, the guy that's like mm-hmm. his biographer. He had like assistants and stuff, so. But and he, that was all him. I'm taking it For me, that, that, the, the tough treading Kirby work for me is the demon. That is a chore. I, yeah. I got about like six, seven issues in. I put it down for something else. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's over. The artwork's great, though. I yeah, really it's pretty like to look at, at, but reading it is. Uh, yeah. Whew. My. I have my my Kirby uh, tr- uh, trudge was I found the uh, was it four issues or six issues of was it Silver Star that he did it was like an indie for like an indie publisher it was like his own creation but he wrote and, wrote and draw mm-hmm. a book called Silver Star it was like being in someone's fever dream <laughs> <laughs> now I want to read this thing it, I, I I mean you, I, I found them for like they're like in the dollar you know our dollar boxes. And I'm like, oh, this is some Kirby I've never seen before. And it's like his, it's like indie stuff. And I'm reading, I'm like, oh my God, what did I get myself into? See, though, I wouldn't mind a fever dream. It's just Jimmy Olsen is just like watching paint dry. It's like, it's just boring. Yeah, or like just... he, there are some interesting concepts, but no. it's just like, it's just, you know, you're, bleh. you are allowed to skip past it. Or, or, or are you a completist in that, in the, with Kirby? No, I guess I kind of felt like if, you're if I you're obligated had, at this point, you just feel I'm like obligated. Like you paid for it. Like you feel like like the book won't be finished unless you like read every I'm, page. I feel like there's, I have to know a little bit, so at least like it's if like someone, it's like your voice was shaking. You're like, I have to know. I just <laughs> like it, it's like it's like you're it's like it's traumatized. It's it's like, I'm sorry, but show us just... on the show us on the on the omnibus where Jimmy Wilson was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All of it. Like you're, you're in a safe space, Sean. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, it even starts with like a, a a weird idea, and I'm like, okay, I can get aboard on this. It was like Don Rickles, like I, yeah, yeah, Wait, like he like Don Rickles like was in yeah. Oh, I remember seeing that. Okay, yeah, that cover, and it's like. I guess Don Rickles is there, but yet there's like a, a completely different person that's not his brother. Or Two cousin. Rickles. Yeah. He's, it's just double the Rickles. And I'm just like, <laughs> it's like Goody, it's just, Goody Rickles. Yeah. Someone needs to iron out those Rickles. <laughs> it, what kills me, is this the one where um, 
Neil Adams would over, would draw, redraw Superman's face. I can see that. I, that's what I think that takes me out every time because it's like it feels like halfway through Kirby just kind of got bored. Like, but he felt like he had to finish this story, mm-hmm. or Jimmy like was DC like was like, as well. <laughs> yeah, like you read his you read his stuff and it's like I have this very interesting concept and DC was like, no, you need to you need to tone that down. Now, well, and I mean, you know, it, it it wouldn't surprise me to, I mean, to to know that he, you know, he was he was probably putting some stuff out that he, even he didn't really believe in. I mean, the guy was so prolific and worked so much. I'm sure even he was like, well, this is a steaming pile of garbage, but it's paycheck, <laughs> and and I got a you know wife and kids to feed and a mortgage to pay, and this is a job. I mean, that's why he was such you know. He just all he did was you know because all he did was work. So I mean, got to buy the cigars, man. Yeah, yeah. somebody's got to pay for them. Yeah, I mean, of all the like tens of or hundreds of thousands probably of pages that he did, I'm sure he had to know that they, you know it wasn't all gold. I mean, it might have looked great, but I'm sure some of the stories he wrote was like, man, eh, whatever. This, I, is, this, I, is, this is what the kids like, I guess. Imagine like what it'd be like. <laughs> what it'd be like today to have like. Like Kirby at a con and being like doing like five second head sketches, just be like like how ridiculous those mm-hmm. probably would look. They'd mm-hmm. look amazing or just like pure garbage. Like yeah. that, I'm convinced that you would never get a medium thing. It always right. be like, what is this blob? Oh, that's uh, <laughs> it's Blastar, or like, or it'd be like this gorgeous thing. How did you do that? <laughs> I, I, I would just be like, Mr. Kirby, could you just draw me some Kirby crackle? Yeah, can, you just, can you just crackle the outside of this blank cover for me, please? <laughs> I'm going to draw something else. I just yeah, want you to crackle. Want you, yeah. <laughs> no one can draw black dots like you can. Can you imagine how many times like like Tom Scioli would just be like like standing in line for him? <laughs> like, oh, my God, I have so much things to ask you. <laughs> No, really. Tom's a great guy. Like, oh, yeah. I had a crazy cool conversation about him, about Kirby, and just drawing black lines for inking. And it was like, I swear to God, we had like a 45-minute conversation about, he like told me all this like behind-the-scenes knowledge of how Kirby decided how to do black lines and how they were the most important thing hmm. in his inking. And I was like, this is awesome. And then, you know. Then we talked about like Transformers and GI Joe because that's what he was working on, <laughs> <laughs> which also had a lot of Kirby crackle in it. Yes, so. definitely. All right. Well, I think uh, I think we've, uh, we've torn that episode a new one <laughs> <laughs> in so many ways. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. This has been uh, episode three hundred eight of the comic book hit. I'm Dan. I'm Jared. I'm John. I'm Sean. And we'll see you next time.